The never-ending story. Let's step into the on-deck circle. You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and KC Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it's Casey Bubba, and it's you, and we got a great show for you as always today. We'll be breaking down the slate, get you all the names you need to know, and we started the week off right. I told you it's a special moment when the two hosts of this program go yard with the same dude, and I'm telling you right now, it could even happen again today, so stay tuned. But we certainly got the start out of Patrick Corbin we wanted. Uh, we certainly got the uh, outing from the Mets we expected. And uh, I would say the game stack with the 20 runs in Colorado was pretty, pretty good. And Trevor Story made good on the promise. We made a pact with Trevor Story yesterday here in the program, Bubba and I. He was our home run call. We got the home run. Boom, first at bat. Bingo, bango. Easy peasy. Right, baby? Yep, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So, so good. It was a beautiful thing that I didn't even have a chance to check the score yet, and we're already getting messages that, hey, that was easy. So, yeah, it was yep. beautiful, beautiful stuff. Yep. That's right. I, I, I did, too. I, I knew because somebody <laughs> messaged me on Twitter. Yeah. That's how I knew. They're like, well, that it's over and done with. I got a message from somebody. I was like, oh, good. Well, look at that. How nice. So, hopefully, it'll be that easy again today. Uh, but, look, we'll do a quick fly around. You know, we were a little hesitant. We were tempted. We didn't go with Hauser or McCullers. And for the same reason, like McCullers ended up being better and rebounded, which is great, which is why he's going to continue to be a guy that floats in that GPP realm, at least for now. And then, of course, you got Hauser, who wasn't as good. So that was that was our fear. Uh, but look, we, we certainly uh, were all in on Corbin yesterday. The Nats pounded the Mets 16 to four. We also keep talking about the value in those lineups of the Nats, too. You know, guys like Esdrubal Cabrera, guys like Castro, guys like Howie Kendrick. You know, these guys just make a lot of contact, and contact equals points because they're on base. So keep that in mind. It was a ton of runs in that Red Sox game, too. 15 runs. A lot of runs last night, baby. It was a big scoreboard. 20 runs in the Mets game, uh, 15 runs in the Red Sox game, 20 runs in the Rockies game, which was just tremendous. Calhoun had a home run in that one. Marte had four hits. I mean, it was just, you know, just brilliant offense. Exactly what we wanted. Can anyone stop Randy Dobnak? I mean, he doesn't strike anybody out, but man, this guy's just a win machine right now. He's an SP2 machine over and over again on DraftKings. Just keep plugging him in in that mid-7K range. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I can't talk about it on the on the TV because we're a FanDuel show on television, <laughs> so I can't. I can never mention, like, oh, by the way, he's a really good guy to have as a secondary yeah. pitcher. But on, on the FanDuel side, just can't do it. Like, there's not enough upside no. with the Ks. So it would be like a short, like, if you're isolating an afternoon slate or something like that, you know, like the one o'clock mm-hmm. games and he's on it. Okay. Maybe I could do that. That's, that's possible. Just get the W if you don't like the other pitchers. Uh, but the Astros won last night, six, four. So McCullers, no hit ball into the seventh. That was a really important start for him back into our good graces. We said we couldn't get a feel for the Rangers Mariners game. And we absolutely could not. Kyle Seeger hit a grand slam. Uh, Kyle Lewis and Dylan Moore also hit home runs in that one. So the Mariners won 10-2. Who saw that coming? I don't know. No. Well, real quick, <laughs> I, I want to I say something about that one. Yeah. It came, it came on the radar about an hour before lock because they announced they're going to open the roof at 100 degrees in Texas. Yeah. So that changed things just a little bit. But, yeah, I'm with you. 
Well, and now that we know that too, with the open roof in, you know, yeah. I think that is something to keep in mind, Bubba, you know, dropping the knowledge is always here in the program. Keep that in mind going forward, because, you know, when you get news like that, if you want to make some adjustments or get some shares, clearly there were some balls flying out yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. So again, something to consider. Also, how about 19 runs in the Angels and A's game? Holy crap. Yes, indeedy. Oh, wow. just all this offense. I'm exhausted. Dustin May pitched well. He deserved better. Dodgers, mm-hmm. boo. The only thing that didn't go our way, Dustin May did not deserve a loss. Boo. I'm booing you, Dodgers, as Bubba is one to do his entire life. All the time. Just whenever I feel like it. We're very (laughs) used to do that. All right. So that was yesterday. That's in the books. Today, it's a new day. Yes, it is. So let's get after it. Uh, The 6 o'clock games today at 637, you got Ryu and Elysia Hernandez facing off with the Jays and Miami Marlins. You've got Bubby, Chris Bubich, uh, against Luis Castillo, who got pounded in his last start. I'm going to let both these games go, Bubba. I'm okay not playing the all-day on FanDuel today, but if I did, I do think Ryu has some appeal. He was yep. really good in his last start. I think the you know the Marlins are beatable. A lot of strikeouts here too, potentially. So if Ryu's back on track, he becomes an interesting GPP play in the all-day. But that's about it for me. That's about where I draw the line. Are you making any case for these four teams and playing in the all-day today? If you're playing all-day, I think Ryu is very interesting. The other thing I would keep in mind is I believe this game's in Buffalo. And the yes. ball flies a little more out of Buffalo. So they've they've shown the dynamics there and everything. Um, and the wind's blowing quite heavily in the northeast. So I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i not a meteorologist, but uh, check that one. because I these, don't know, man. Jay, you might be. You sound like these one. Jay, these Jays bats are heating up a little bit. So you could go there, but I'm, I, I'd rather just play the main slate. Yeah, I, I would agree with I I just tend to look elsewhere tonight. There's some there's enough good there. You don't have to, mm-hmm. you know, because when you have more games, you add more variance. And the only time you want to do that, if there's something that you really love, and then yep. that's, you know, you say, oh, man, this matchup is dope today. Like like the Wheeler matchup we're going to get to in a second. I, I don't care. I'm playing that everywhere. It could be 100%. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm like Jay Cutler smoking a cigarette. You know, Zach Wheeler, you know, Zach Brown band, Zach this. I don't care. You know, just <laughs> give me Zach Wheeler tonight. Uh, all right, let's move on here. Let's start with the Braves and Yankees here. Tuki Toussaint, 7.4 against Jordan Montgomery, 6.8. That's the FanDuel pricing. Uh, you're going to have to pick a side here because on DK, Toussaint's all the way to 8.1 now. Montgomery 7.9. These are two good offenses and, uh, you know, two pitchers who are capable of having decent outings, but I'm going to favor the offense here. Are you in love with any of these two pitchers tonight? Do they have any use for you? Montgomery only has an SP2 and a GPP because the Braves, as they're heating up, but they still strike out literally 35% of the time. Oh, they do, right man. Now. They really, that's a so, good point, So, like, man. there's really upside do. there on DK. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that one. Uh, looking at the DK pricing here, once again, you know, you're not getting much quarter here with the Yankees. Everybody's basically four and above. Same thing with the Braves on the FanDuel side, a little bit more leniency. Aaron Hicks, if he's hitting in that three hole again, is 2-6. Uh, Luke Voigt at 2-9. Glaber Torres at 2-7. You know, Torres has got to get hot. It's only a matter of time. Just keep plugging away at this because it's going to pay off of it. It's going to hit. <laughs> just, just, it's going to. He's going to hit. It's going to hit. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Anything else to contribute here on the Braves side of the ball tonight? Uh, the Braves side, no. They're pretty pricey. Like Swanson's not bad, but they're all expensive. So I'm kind of staying away, it feels like, even though it just it's that game with a very high total, and I know what's going to happen, but I'm avoiding it. Yeah, Travis Darno at 2.9. That's the only other one I would point yeah. out there, too. Another another more of a contact guy. If he's hitting that five hole, I, I could get behind that uh, with Montgomery, the lefty on the mound. So that that's one that 
you know, you talk about good values, guys under 3K, guys you can use as lineup builders and budget guys. I think he kind of pops to me in that lineup. So for me, it's Darno, it's Hicks and and Torres. Those are the pieces to get uh, as far as I'm concerned. You know, and DJ LeMahieu at 3.7 is a decent value. You know, mm-hmm. as crazy as that sounds at the top of this order, you know, the guy's just going to score points. He's just a point machine. I think he's got a really safe floor every day of points, which is nice. Uh, next one. Here we go. This is it. Circle this one, baby. I'm all in on this one all way across. Zach Wheeler, 9K over on the FanDuel side. He is more expensive on DK's 9.9. So I will uh, use this against the Orioles, and I will use it in cash. I will use it in GPP. I will use it everywhere, Sam, I am, because tonight, yes, Scherzer is on the board tonight, but what if that hamstring creeps up again in this game? Like, I, I just, it's a terrifying thing to me to think about Scherzer in cash. I almost like Scherzer more in GPP because of it. You know, where it's like, well, maybe I get that huge monster assures or start and people are a little afraid and they wouldn't want to put a pick, a picture with that kind of salary in the GPP. But tonight, I think Wheeler's the guy that I'm going to use in both. We've talked about this sometimes in the program. Some pitchers, especially in the single pitcher site that, you know, you could take that lineup and just drop it into GPP and at least cash with it. I think you can tonight. I think the Orioles are that bad. And I also think that Zach Wheeler is in a good position tonight here with the Phillies. What say you on this one, Bubba? Yeah, I think Wheeler's a very, very strong play. Pitching overall tonight's not good. So um, no. there's going to be a lot of chalk, and you just kind of take it and differentiate with your bats. You use the variance there. I think Wheeler's in a great spot. The Orioles can sneak up on people every once in a blue moon, but lots of strikeouts in that lineup that Wheeler can exploit. Yeah, I mean, this looks to me like a six-inning, seven-strikeout kind of game for him. Even if he gives up a couple mm-hmm. runs, I don't care. The path to the win is there, even with the crappy bullpen. You know, like, I just think they'll be up by enough. Like, this has, like, 6-2 or, you know, 7-3 written all over it. Alex Cobb, by the way, on the other side of this one. Also love Harper tonight at 4K. That's the bat I want to pay up for over on FanDuel. On DK, he's 5.4. Need I say more? Real Muta is also uh, 5-2 in that lineup. Gene Segura is just down to 3.8, by the way. Jay Bruce also has got some GPP yeah. appeal because, you know, he always hits a home run <laughs> whenever you least expect it. 3.7 for him. He's just 2.7. So is Segura on uh, FanDuel. So these are guys on both sites that are kind of reasonably priced. And DD is just 3.1. So it's a good home run friendly ballpark. Get in on the Phillies. Get in on a wheeler. Don't overthink it tonight. This next one here, Adam Plutko, 6.4 against John Lester, 8.1. Those are the FanDuel prices on DK tonight. Plutko, 6.2. Lester's 9.2. Now, Lester doesn't have any strikeout appeal really anymore. The, the stuff is not what it used to be. Uh, I'm not going with either one of these pitchers personally, but if I did lean away, I would lean towards Plutko as a secondary arm tonight against the Cubs. Do you think that's crazy, or you think that's actually a guy you can work in with a Wheeler or a Scherzer tonight? If he absolutely had to, he, um, he's he been okay early on this year, but in the past he just gets spanked by lefties. Like really gets hit hard. So I'm trying to avoid Plutko, and he, I don't know – how stretched out he is because he's starting because Clevenger got put in the no-no room after. Well, his, he deserves to put in everybody. Yes. I don't, the tone deafness of these guys yeah. is staggering. And then people yes. wonder why, well, why is college football in trouble? How about because we can't get the professional grown ass exactly. men athletes to, to just go home, follow some know? simple rules. And then he, the worst thing with Clevenger is he goes and sticks up for him on Sunday in a team meeting, flies back with the team after all this. I like, right. just a dumb, dumb. Uh, that's yeah he's he is clearly <laughs> cleaning it up for the podcast here i could tell yes. you this you know if line star said to me joe you could do this game with uh, this this show with bubba for uh two months but when you're done with it you know we're gonna pay you x number million of dollars or whatever or even like let's say a hundred thousand let's just say a hundred thousand okay two months mm-hmm. hundred thousand every time you're done 
with the show. You got to just go back to the hotel room. I'm good with that. I'll get my yes. switch. I'll get a whole bunch. I got my Netflix. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Like we could do that for two months. Yeah. That's yeah, no problem at all. Easy. Pretty yeah. easy. So by the way, you know, line star guys, you know, if, if that's on the table, just, just a thought, just a thought, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> uh, I love Fran Mil Reyes tonight against John Lester. I just want to point that out. He is really reasonable. 2.6 over on FanDuel. Uh, Carl Santana is going to move to the other side of the plate at 2.7. They're going to get discount on him. You also got Luplo possibly in this lineup tonight too at 2.1. Mm-hmm. Lots of discounts over on the engines. So I don't know, man. I think with the Indians, you, you can make some money tonight with these bats because Lester is not, you know, Lester is very hittable at this point in his career. He, you know, the hits per nine were way up last year. So keep that in mind. Let's go to the next one here, Bubba. Gio Gonzalez, Tyler Alexander. We're not even going to talk about the pricing of the pitchers. Let's talk about the offense. <laughs> How do you attack this one? Because I'm sure you're going to want to tonight. Yeah, you're going to attack it with the uh, Detroit Tiger bats for starters because Gio Gonzalez is hot garbage. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, Nico, yeah, Nico Goodrum is uh, swinging a very, very good battle. Like 2.8 on uh, Fandley, cheap on draftings as well. Uh, Miguel Cabrera is cheap. Jacoby Jones is cheap. There's a lot to like on the Fandle side of it. Even Victor Reyes is playing well if you need to punt at 2,400. Austin Romine's a nice cheap catcher on both sides if you need to. The Tigers give you a lot of value against a very, very bad pitcher. Tyler Alexander, Alexander is decent, but he's not going to go deep. And then you get the Detroit bullpen. So if you want to go in with the the uh, White Sox, that's fine. Just don't plan on it being a lefty the whole time with them. So it's a little different. But I think both sides are attackable here. I like the Detroit side for value. Ride them while they're hot. Uh, CJ Crone got hit in the knee yesterday, so not sure if he's playing tonight. Yeah, keep an eye on that one for sure. Also, you know, it's funny. Whenever we get on the FanDuel stuff, you look at, you know, Goodrum at 2.8, Cesar Hernandez 2.8. There's some guys at the top of these orders. I mean, mm-hmm. even Andrew McCutcheon at 2.4 in some, you know, games that we expect some runs tonight. Man, there's a lot of discounts at the at the leadoff spot tonight. <laughs> just definitely just something that I've seen as a trend lately. That's it's good to take notice of these trends because you can use them in your favor. Uh, when you look especially at the draft for games, cash games, yeah, especially for cash games, hundred percent, man. Because you're getting some volume, you're getting some floor, mm-hmm. uh, you're getting some salary relief. They kind of tick all the boxes. You know, on DraftKings, Goodrum is three point nine, uh, another decent salary there. What do you think of Miguel Cabrera on DraftKings all the way at 2.4? I understand the batting average isn't there, but he has hit a couple home runs already this year. Do you take the shot here against Gio? Is this like the perfect shot to take if you're going to take it with Miguel Cabrera tonight, or is it just not enough juice? If you're going to take it, it is. It's it's definitely – I've looked at him almost every day against these bad lefties they've been facing because he has four or five homers, like you said. Yeah, he's got home runs. He just doesn't hit anything else. (laughs) You're only playing him for GPPs. You're playing him to hit home runs. So it's it's boomer bust, and so I don't hate it, especially at that price point, to open up. If you're going to pay for Wheeler, you're going to pay for some big maybe Coors bats or something, he does help a ton. He's cheaper on DK than he is on FanDuel. And I'm pointing Absolutely. that out just because, like, you know, usually that's, I mean, that's never the case, even with a discount, you know. And I understand the price structure is a little differently, but the percentage is is what we always like to point out here. But on a night like tonight, when you're trying to get a Scherzer or a Wheeler or somebody like that, having that kind of guy just makes it just just plug it in, man. Um, all right. So let, speaking of Scherzer, let's get to him because this is a dicey one for me tonight because – you know, uh, Porcello's, uh, you know, speaking of gas cans and hot garbage, I know he was better in his last outing against the Nats, but he just faced them. So that's not always the best thing when the guys get more looks at you right away. Um, keep an eye again on Andres Jimenez if he's in this lineup once again, too. I keep telling everybody, taking over Cano. I mean, I know it's Scherzer, but still 2.1 is a free square. If he gets on and steals a base, who knows? Uh, but look, most of the time, we're just going to fade the Mets tonight, as you should. 
Um, last night, they just scored a ton of runs here. Porcello, obviously another guy gives up a lot of hits. So if you want to go at Juan Soto tonight, way up, that's fine. At 4-1, Trey Turner, 3-2, Howie Kendrick at 2-5, Cabrera. We're playing first base last night. That's <laughs> Trubo Cabrera, 2.9. What a jack of all trades he is. So so let's get to let's get to your feelings here. Scherzer 10.7 over on FanDuel, 10.8 on DK. Do you feel comfortable with him in cash tonight? If he says he's good to go, do you trust that? Or is there something in the back of your head where you almost feel like cash games, there's a little bit of risk there? Because if that hamstring does tighten up on him or something happens again, he comes out of this game in the fourth inning, you just basically just just hand it over the game. You hand it over the night, basically. Yeah, and that's, that's the problem I have. He's GPP viable for sure because we know the ceiling that Scherzer brings. We've seen him bounce back on things after injuries. I can't do it in cash. I'm just too nervous. Like that hamstring deal, it's not one worth little it. tweak the wrong direction. It's not worth it when you have a wheeler and other options tonight. Well, and also because you're talking about the upside, right? So what's the chances of Scherzer going for a complete game shutout after a hamstring injury? Very little. Yeah, not very good. He's probably going so, six, maybe seven at the most. Yeah, it's just I, – I, yeah, exactly. Like they're going to – if he pitches well, they're going to go good, great – Let's get you out of here. We're going to get a W. Let's move on. It's not like we're just going to leave him out there to to just go the rest of the game. I don't see that at all. All right, we got the Rays and Red Sox again. Can they match, you know, the 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 15 runs they went last night? We going back yes. into this one again? Yes. Martin yes. Perez is pitching, Joe. Martin Perez <laughs> is pitching. This is yes. a very, very uh, cut and dry situation here. Meadows actually played well yesterday. Still expensive on DK, but... Guys, I'm looking at in a big way, Hunter Renfro. He's cheap on both sides, 2,800 yeah. on FanDuel. Uh, he's a big one against lefties like that. And then the other um, player I'm looking at, if you want to value, he usually hits second against righties. He's 2,300 on FanDuel. I believe he's 33 on DraftKings. Mike Brosu, lots of pop hitting second in that order. He's a second baseman for super cheap. Brosu. I like he's that. He's a bro. 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 Brosu. I think Josh Lindblom is a bro, but again, I'm I'm just afraid of the Twins, and <laughs> you know, yep. the Twins make me lose sleep at night. I can't imagine opposing pitchers. Um, it's seven point three. It's very tempting on Fanduel, on DK at five point eight. Also very tempting as a secondary pitcher. I can imagine a lot of people wanting to go this route, especially with guys like Scherzer and Wheeler on the on the slate. I get it because of you know whatever they're facing tonight. Was it Tyler Clippard and then what? Like I don't yeah, know. Like I don't open. know. Yep. Yeah, so Smelter, Smelter, Smelter and Delta. <laughs> so look, it, it doesn't mean that the Twins can't just, you know, turn this into a 10-8 slugfest. So I just want to be clear with everybody. But that being said, Yelich is starting to heat up a little bit. I know he's 5.3 on DK, but he's still 4.3 on, on FanDuel. Are we ready to go back to paying the premium for him? Or do we continue on with Keston Hura and Smoke and guys around him? For now, I'm still going with Hira and company, but Yellick's really close. I just I don't know if tonight's the match to go all in on Yellick just yet. I could regret that in about 12 hours, but uh, <laughs> that, that's definitely I, – I'd rather go the Hira route. And just real quick on Lindblom, I think he is SP2 viable just for the strikeout upside and his price point. It is risky as I'll get up, but I think he's definitely viable. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's just not – Yeah, it's scary. It's a, Yeah, it just is, man. What about the Twins tonight? Any love in particular for somebody with this matchup? Uh, if you're going to attack him, you're attacking him with lefty. So Kepler, Rosario, uh, you can Marwin Gonzalez, cheap stuff along those lines. It's just he's he's done well at limiting the hard contact early, but it's it's the Twins, so he he can't go wrong. All right, Zach Gallon seven point one against Kyle Freeland. Now normally I would I would actually even be interested in this because every now and then you get one of those course nights where it's like a two one game because you get a good pitcher who's just feeling it, and Zach Gallon could be that guy. However, I'm, I'm not going to do it tonight either. Like, and this is another one too, where 
You want to talk about secondary arms? He's 8.6 on DK. That's pretty expensive for a secondary arm. So I don't know. I don't know if I could do it there either. I think I'm just going to pass. Question is, do we want to go down to like, I don't think it's scored 20 runs tonight. Uh, Freeland's actually pitched better this year too. Gallon's pitched better. Is this a night to fade away from the Colorado Diamondback game? Or are you going to double dip and and, uh, just let caution go to the wind here? I am not as in love with this game as I was yesterday. That's for darn no, sure. No, me like, neither. I'm glad both, you said they, it. These guys, are both, these guys have both been decent. Like, it's Coors, so no one would be shocked if you wake up and it's 12 to 10. But this feels more like a 6 to 4 game where the bullpen kind of got hit around late, and that's really not going to help anybody out. Uh, I'm not saying don't go to it because you can definitely attack Freeland and Gallon, but it's not as much of a you have to invest in game tonight. No, I, I would. Last night, yesterday, if you go back and listen, if you missed the program, yes. again, uh, you know, you don't have to miss a single one. Just subscribe wherever you get your podcast to the On Deck MLB Line Star DFS show. And you can, boom, every morning when the show drops, you can listen to it. We're in and out in a half hour. You can go later on, set your lineups. You feel like you're invigorated. You feel strong. You feel ready to go. Uh, but yesterday, we were so in love with that game with Robbie Ray and all the circumstances around it and John Gray and Grays and Rays. And oh my God, 20 runs later, it was everything we asked it to be and more. Tonight, not as much tonight. I think I'm with Bubba. Like, I don't want to pay for it. I'm going to move along a little bit. Let's go back to this well in Texas. So if the if yes. the roof is open again, are we going back? It's got Marco Gonzalez and Mike Miner on this one. I'm not paying for either of these pitchers. That's for damn sure. But from an offensive standpoint, I mean, when when does Kyle Lewis stop hitting? Does he stop hitting this year? <laughs> or is it just going to be like everyone wants it. everyone wants him to? Yeah, but he has I mean, 3.1 on FanDuel. It's a better play than on the DK side, but it ain't bad. I mean. Mike Miner's nope. not that great. <laughs> no, Dylan Moore, 2.6 on Fandle. Like, I like the Mariners again tonight because I, I, I'm with you. It's Miner has his, his goods and his bads, but what does him so well for fantasy is he strikes guys out. He still gets pounded more often than not in the game. So yeah. I think and, – and Seager has left these well, and he, he'll be super low-owned. I think Seattle's a decent little spot to attack tonight. I'm hoping the roof's open, but that's a good spot to attack. And if you're using the Rangers, like, this could be like a game stack to pivot off of Colorado. Uh, Marco Gonzalez, reverse splits guy. Gallo hits lefties well. So don't go all righties on that one. You can go with the Solax, who's hot, hitting second and whatnot. But uh, don't forget that lefties hit Gonzalez very well in his career. Now, uh, on this next one, I think this one's a little bit of a trap here. Brandon uh, Bielek is uh, making his second start. And I know he was pretty good his first one, but the K rate is not something great. The bullpen is a little bit of a mess for Houston. Like, I'm just... I feel like this is like a letdown. Like people are going to see this, they're going to go into it and they're going to like it. Do, do you like him as a secondary arm on DraftKings at seven, five though? Like if, as a standalone arm, forget it. Like I am not doing this. I think this is yeah. just a so slow death. You're going to take on yourself. Um, but what about on DraftKings as a secondary arm? Do you have enough love for him to get the W here? Yeah, that's the thing is he went 82 pitches last time. So I'm guessing he'll go about 90 in the minors, he was a 24 to 25% K guy with like a 44% ground ball. So I'm hoping it was just kind of a first big league start situation. And he's facing a bad Giants team that kind of helps him out a little bit there. Going more than six is going to be tough. You're kind of hoping for five, leave it the win, and hope the bullpen holds. And that's tricky with the Astros right now. But secondary arm, yeah, I'm going there. Yeah, I would agree. All right. Uh, anything else here from this game? Because, I don't know, this is another one for me. I like, I mean, Guriel's. Just cash game cheap every night. Just yeah, I mean every night, every day we're here. It's like two point seven, two point eight, both slates. Yeah, forty three on DraftKings, two point eight on FanDuel. Every night is fan is cash viable. 
Yeah, and he's every night he's hitting the five hole. I mean, it's just yep. with with a high contact rate. Like he's got a little bit of pop. He doesn't have the same kind of like if you think he's going to repeat the home run numbers from last year, then you're drunk. You're crazy. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's always been a good contact guy. He's always been like a 15 mm-hmm. home run, three, you know, 290 kind of hitter. Like that's that's exactly what he's been. So that's a good one. This one I struggled with, and the more I went into it, the more I decided to stay away from it. Ross Stripling at 8.3 was really appealing at first sight. 7.9 on DK. I like it more as a secondary arm, but as a standalone pitcher tonight, I, again, I'm just, I'm a little afraid of, you know, some of that thump at the top of the Padres lineup. These games are really tight. <clears throat> the Padres are out there really trying. You know, they are, mm-hmm. they are competing and Ross Stripling is a good pitcher. This is, this is like a trap because I think if you go and you see this game on last year's slate, you circle it and highlight it and you go, yep, <clears throat> this is an easy money here. I don't think it's easy money anymore. I'm not saying Stripling can't pitch well tonight and be good and get the W. He can. It just has a lot of risk. So for me, I'm out of it because I'm starting to see four outcomes in this game. And when I see four outcomes, I run the other way. Bubba, what do you think about this one? Definitely a four outcomes game. Stripling can be SP2 viable, but I agree. It's definitely a four outcomes. The only thing going in Stripling's favor, um, he can be a strikeout guy. Seven or more Ks and two or three starts. One of them was against the Padres, and that can help him get the fantasy points for you. But it is very tricky because – we love the Padres on this show, so it's a uh, very tough to uh, yeah. go hard on them, especially in a single pitcher site. Yeah, I'm just gonna fade away from it. All right, last one. Dylan Bundy is back at 9.7 against Mike Fires and the Oakland A's. Hey, look, I'm confident in Bundy right now. If if you want to, mm-hmm. you know, get weird or you want to, you know, mm-hmm. just isolate the late slate, I'm fine with going Bundy against the A's. The ownership's gonna be low. The A's are a really good offensive team. Is Loriano gonna start the suspension today? Like, I don't even know. I think he's going to fight that for a while. And uh, he's like a brother from another mother for, I think, our little crew, Joe, because the comments he had about uh, why he talked trash to that coach was amazing. So it was yeah. – Well, Alex up, Cintron, I mean, of all guys, yeah. like Alex Cintron was like the, one of the great AAA players of all time. You know this. Yep. I know this. Like he was this dude who's like, oh, you look at these numbers. He's like a PCL star who could never transition – <laughs> to the big leagues no matter what and i think he did he go to japan or something too and have a big year i, I think he tried a little bit of everything and it just didn't work out for him he tried to be mr baseball too it just didn't work oh so he's, he's mustache right <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> i don't know why it's the first thing oh, such an underrated movie it is it's a pretty good little movie tom Selleck could swing the bat too let me tell you oh sweet lefty smooth swing it's glorious very, very nice very nice there um yeah so look i would go into Dylan bundy here which means i'm fading away from the a's which we never do in the program yep. we, we hardly ever do this but even if you don't want to get involved with bundy i would still fade away from the a's tonight just don't think it's a great play trout's expensive anything else you want to put into this one <laughs> Um, I'm I like Bundy as a as a GPP pivot off the wheeler for sure. I think he's very very viable, like you said, and I'm good with stacking the Angels against Fires. He's he's bad. I guess it could be a late night hammer for you. And Shohei's heating up, so don't sleep on him. All right, boys and girls, it's that time once again to go yard. Bubba and I are going to pick a guy who's going to leave the ballpark tonight in a good way. In a good way, not like leave the ballpark and go visit friends or go out to dinner or a bar. We mean hit a home run. Last night, we were both on uh, Trevor Story. He hit that home run in the very first inning of the game. Put that one to bed. We were both right on that one. Let's see if we can double dip again tonight. Bryce Harper is my name tonight, Bubba. Uh, Like, I don't care what the price is. I like the uh, opposition here, Alex Cobb. I like Bryce Harper. I want to see Harper go yard tonight. So he's my pick to click. Bubba, who's leaving the yard for you tonight? Who's going yard? I like the Harper call. I'm just going to go with some uh, guy that's only hit like five home runs in the last week. I'm going to go with Mike Trout. 
Age yeah, is hitting everything right I, now. I've never everything. heard of him. I've never heard yeah. of him. Yeah, is he any good? Is he new? Is he? New? I'm like, I, think he's a, I think he's a new dad. I don't know. Something. Can you imagine if his heard wife had stories. twins? How many home runs he'd be? Oh getting? man, <laughs> so many double dongs. So we went very chalk tonight on the on the big names, but hey, it's about being right. If you're gonna pay the premium yep. price, you might as well be right on that price. Otherwise, it can hurt you. So Bryce Harper for me, Mike Trout for Bubba. We'll see who's right. Uh, we we separated tonight. Yesterday, we were both on Trevor's story. So today, we're going to go head-to-head yet again. And uh, again, if you retweet this segment over on Twitter, you can win some free stuff and reply to it as well at LineStar app and give us your home run call and get involved in the dance with us. Let's call your shot. You think you're big time? You want to play with the big boys? Come play with us. We love it. We love doing this show for y'all. All right. So that's going to put this one in the books. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LineStar app at LineStar MLB. You can also follow Bubba at Casey Bubba and me, Joey P at Joe Pizapia 17. In the meantime, make sure you subscribe to the program as well. Click that notification button. That way, you know, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google, wherever you want, listen to the show, you know exactly when the show drops. You can start making your lineups and start kicking butt and taking names because that's what we do here. That'll do it for me and Bubba. But the story of the game goes on. There's nothing left to do now except step into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and KC Bubba.